At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host today is on the East Coast out in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Tuesday, my man. We got a ton to get through today. Big college basketball day. Really excited to have our buddy Greg Hoops-Peterson in studio to break down the big slate tonight. Also a sneaky big NHL night, Pritch. So to me, it's it's about <laughs> hockey and college basketball tonight. Not much NBA. But we got to start with the Arizona Cardinals, Pritch. Sometimes it's a kiss of death when you love a bet so much. It's almost like you feel like something bad is bound to happen. And we saw that line get all the way down to three there with the Cardinals. Right. I'm feeling good about all these systems with Kyler Murray as a dog, divisional dog, uh, matchups with you know the Cardinals on the road and how both teams, both matchups, the dog went out right. And then we saw something very sneaky happen. You sent me a text and you were spot on. When we saw that late move, that minus three back up to three and a half with the Rams, that was telling me some late Rams money came in. But Pritch, can we get a dog to bark? This has been a struggle if you're a contrarian better like me. We had a great year with dogs in the regular season, but to, you tip your cap to the public. They've been basically laying the chalk on all these NFL playoff games, and they've been coming through. Favorites now five and one straight up, five and one ATS. Small consolation prize if you're a contrarian better like me. These unders have been coming through, four and two to the under so far. But Pritch, this is unbelievable here. You really don't see favorites do this well uh, in this wild card weekend, but really, really a chalk weekend so far, which bodes maybe kind of a good buy low spot for the divisional round. But uh, Pritch, what do you think about the Cardinals, man? I couldn't believe Kyler Murray turning the ball over, getting nothing going <laughs> offensively. You really had, you, you pretty much can uh, rip that bet up on the Cardinals like me in the first quarter there. Oh, absolutely. Night. The first quarter was done uh, for sure. The only thing was in question was the total uh, and how was that going to happen? How was that going to come into play, if at all? 34 to 11, cashes to the under in this one. All offense for the Rams, no offense for the Cardinals. I, I, I did not expect the Cardinals to not show up to that level. I mean, looking timid, underprepared. And if you look at Kingsbury, I, I mean, my goodness, what are you doing with this football team when you do not even bring a physical presence? You knew the Rams were going to do that. You knew the Rams were going to try to bully you uh, defensively. And then certainly with their offense, maybe get the running game going. On both sides of the ball, for the Cardinals, they didn't do any of that to stop it, Josh. And, and to me, that was alarming. And so... Kingsbury's coming out today saying that I think experience was a big part of it. Really? I mean, that's your excuse when there shouldn't be an excuse right there. The Rams scout team probably was more competitive than the Cardinals were last night. <laughs> 
You're spot on, Pritch. And again, you know, this time of year, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Once you start throwing interceptions and Kyler Murray just, uh, Pritch, I've never seen Murray play a game that worse in that big of a stage, obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, you're in the end zone, probably going to get a safety. You just toss it up. Pick six. That set the record for the shortest pick six, by the way. It's kind of a weird stat, but uh, couldn't get anything going offensively. And then in the second half, you're running the ball still, you know, mid third quarter. You're still doing these two yard rushes when uh, really what do you got to lose air raid? You're Mr. Throw the ball, Mr. Offensive. You get nothing going here. So again, the, really that line movement to the Cardinals. Uh, it's weird, Pritch. You know, you feel like you do your job as a better. You get cards plus four. They close three and a half for three. But as we know, closing line value, it's a way that a lot of sharps kind of compare their bets to what the line closes at, but it doesn't win you bets. You're on the right side of it. But a play like last night, Pritch, I just couldn't believe Murray, whether he's injured or something's up the coaching. And if you look at Cliff's, Cliff Kingsbury, we've known this back in his days at Texas Tech. And I saw a crazy tweet. If you look at basically his coaching resume mm -hmm. down the stretch, it's always really, really just, you know, uh, play terrible, go one and five down the stretch, two and three, two and six down the stretch. He's done this at every level. So it kind of reminded me sweating the Cardinals like us, like sweating the Patriots, Bridge. Just a terrible spot where uh, both those dogs shot themselves in the foot left and right at every angle. Absolutely, Josh. I think if anything, it shows that uh, diving deeper, uh, getting a more deeper dive and in terms of information or certainly trying to cap other situations because we're looking at teams for the most part, they're even in terms of talent. I mean, I know the Rams, they got a ton of stars on their team, Hall of Famers. But, you know, you think about a talent standpoint, I think when you're looking at the playoffs, you're looking at these teams that they all have talent. What's going to set them apart? Is it going to be a lack of experience for Kingsbury? The, the fact that he's not creative with his offense, even though he should be? Uh, I mean, this Rams scout team, what the Rams did is what they practiced against all week. And Kingsbury did not change any of that. Uh, and so I think you got to look for that, too, moving forward. Do Can coaches evolve? We saw McVay evolve and rush the football and get to that physical presence. Uh, we saw other teams, whether it's Tam Tom Brady and uh, Leftwich, be able to adapt with their offense without their weapons out there. So th those are things I'm looking for as we move forward into the, champ uh, the divisional championship round. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, I, I can't stand these coaches that quote unquote, we're going to do what we do. We do what we know. You have to game plan and right. try to attack your opponent. You know, the art of war, uh, Pritch, one of the oldest books of all time, which Belichick credits uh, Sinju Wei, I believe, or I forgot the author here. It's an ancient um, Chinese, basically art of war, where you want to attack your opponent where they're, where they're the weakest. Kingsbury didn't seem to do that at all. Like you went into it. Eric Weddle didn't even have to play. I, I, I thought really both those starting safeties being out would be a big advantage to the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you don't even attack that deep downfield threat. The other thing, you know, as betters, I think what's frustrating as a better, if you're like me on Arizona is, you know, if the, if the Rams were getting, you know, 70% of bets and they went from, you know, minus four up to minus six and they blow out and win in a big, big spot here with a big win, you kind of get it. It's understandable line. Go, it was moving toward the Rams and they get it done. It's these games where, you know, you have a lot of this sharp action going one way and then it shows up and, or I guess doesn't show up and you kind of get rolled. Those are the frustrating ones as betters. And also Pritch, just a little bit of consolation if you're a contrarian. Remember, we were talking about that total. We did see a, a line move that actually was successful there to the under. That was pretty much 50 all week. Right. You did see it get down to 49 on the game on game day. Uh, so that did did come through. But I think as a contrarian better like me, these are the games that really frustrate you when you feel like you get a good number, you got a lot of data going your way, and then the team just doesn't show up for you. That that's frustrating if you're a better. Okay, Josh. Later on in the show, we're going to get to NFL head coaching odds. Uh, a new uh, news item that dropped yesterday, uh, Mike Mayock. Certainly, he's out with the Raiders as a GM. Uh, and then you got the Vikings, Rams, and the Giants.
clients, all those situations open to GMs. Everybody's getting interviewed from everywhere across the league. Coaches currently in the playoffs everywhere. Uh, so it's going to get crazy. But we're going to have that odds discussion on the next head coaches for a couple of those teams that I just mentioned. But let's move on to Jimmy Garoppolo and that right shoulder sprain. Uh, expected to practice. You know, you got Warner with the ankle. It's a low ankle sprain, so he should be okay especially with uh, help in the, in the training room before the game. Uh, has a good chance of playing for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him out there. Bosa on the other end, though, is, is dicey to me. I, I've had concussions, and you're talking about recovering from a concussion. I was receiver with a concussion, let alone a defense alignment who's going to butt heads each and every play. Uh, so keep a close eye on that situation out there for the 49ers. Yeah, I think those two injuries obviously really got a monitor moving forward. And that Bosa one really looked painful, Pritch. He kind of had his friendly fire, his you know, his own teammate hit him and his neck snap back. That looked pretty violent here. So we'll see if they can play. But the early move was toward Green Bay. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of these books open Green Bay minus four and a half. They got all the way up to six. At BetMGM, we got a fresh batch of data today. Uh, as of right now, big public play to the Packers. This looks to be the most lopsided public play so far of the weekend. Keep an eye out. Again, percentages change as we get more bets coming in. But right now, 77% of bets, 78% of money is on the Packers here. I think now that they're at six, I think uh, probably going to be a big teaser spot. A lot of betters just saying, hey, just win the game, take them down to a pick them. But Pritch, I kind of like some very subtle movement here back toward San Francisco. You know, I woke up today, all these books were at Green Bay minus six, but you're starting to see kind of a dip back to five and a half. Some of these shops are back down to five and a half. Some shops are really juicing up the 49ers plus six at minus 115. So I was thinking, you know, can I just sit back and play some of these Jimmy G, Shanahan, you know, road playoff dog system matches and try to get a hook with a six and a half. But I don't think you're going to get that. If anything, maybe this good news or better news with maybe Warner being able to play and we'll see about Bosa. You are seeing this line creep back down to five and a half. That's notable. Tells me that there was maybe a bite at the apple with 49ers plus six there. Yeah, I'm just looking at the health too right now with the Packers. They're going to get improved. I mean, Billy Turner plays offensive tackle on the right side. Uh, he's got uh, a knee, but he's questionable. Bakhtiari, we know about his situation. We'll see how many reps he can get and how he looks in practice. Uh, Alexander on the back end for that secondary too. We'll see how uh, he performs with the shoulder uh, as well as Smith, uh, who's back from IR. Uh, with that back surgery that he had earlier this year. So we'll see how they prepare for practice. But I think that's going to be a boost for the Packers. I'm thinking about a player in that locker room seeing those guys on the field and feeling more confident. Uh, the fact that, okay, we're going to take on the 49ers. We're going to need everybody to stop that rushing attack. But then the shoulder sprain, combine that with the thumb issue, all on the right side of Jimmy G., He's limited anyway. I think the playbook gets limited with his ability and his skill set and his mistakes out there. I mean, if the Green Bay Packers can have some success against the running game, Josh, uh, how do we back San Francisco and a gutsy performance from Jimmy G? Yeah, so I think with Jimmy G, obviously, you know, again, the guy who can simultaneously, as you mentioned, Pritch, be overvalued and undervalued at the same time, kind of the only guys were, uh, that I can think of in sports that kind of has that <laughs> right. moniker. But uh, but a couple things here, you know, Jimmy G, let's go to him just as a dog. I know you have people have different perceptions of him, but as a winner, as covering numbers, Jimmy G as a dog now, 14-4 uh, and four against the spread in his mm -hmm. career, 78% overall. And I think your blueprint is kind of similar the way you applied it to the Dallas Cowboys. Let's run the ball, you know, Debo Sanders, Samuel and Elijah Mitchell. Uh, let's chew up the clock. Let's keep the ball out of Prescott's hands or Aaron Rodgers' hands. Uh, so to me, the angle would be keep this maybe a bit lower scoring. The other thing to keep an eye out for, Pritch, I did some research in the divisional round. You tend to see these favorites win these games, but this kind of shocked me a little bit. If you look at uh, over the past 15 years, 
favorites in the divisional round coming off a bye. They win at a high rate, but they're not very great at covering. If you bet against these teams, you're actually 38 and 28 against the spread, 58% betting against these teams with extra rest. So keep that in mind. It's a yeah. benefit to get off your feet, get extra rest, rehab injuries and all that. It helps you win, but it doesn't always help you cover. So actually betting against these spots where betting against the Packers or betting against the Titans, it's actually been pretty good grabbing the points with the dog uh, against these teams coming off the bat. Okay, early matchup analysis for me is Green Bay has so much variety and so much offense, and then you look at San Francisco Limited. They absolutely have to get that rushing attack uh, established in this football game. It's never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. Uh, we'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then on Championship Weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game bedcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action all on vsin.com. Greg Hoops Peterson, come up next right here on vsin, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. NFL playoff season is here, and it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. And joining us right now, Greg Hoops-Peterson, Vison Hopes of the Greg Peterson Experience. Hoops, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you, gentlemen? Doing great. Uh, thanks a lot for your time today. Uh, just a general question to start with, because we got top 25 teams within conference play uh, against unranked opponents within conference. And like your overall philosophy on how you approach those games, betting those games, starting with Baylor uh, at West Virginia. Right now, Baylor, we got them laying six and a half uh, against the unranked West Virginia basketball team. 138 is the total as well. It all depends upon the game itself, just because there are some teams that 
They perform a little bit better at home than others, but I typically do wind up giving a little bit more credence to home teams than other people because I know that there are a lot of books, there are a lot of people in general that they wind up just writing off home court advantage as a default three points, but I don't necessarily take that approach when you wind up having some more shall we say, unique home courts. Like, I used to cover Vanderbilt Athletics. They've got a very unique court. I'm going to give a little bit more than three points to that. Meanwhile, you take a look at what's happening out there in the state of California. A lot of these schools, right. they are not having fans in the stands. I wind up downgrading a little bit of that as well. So I typically do award a little bit more when it comes to home courts. So I typically do find myself a little bit more on these underdogs, but it's a little bit of a situation-by-situation situation basis for me. Uh, Greg, it's great to see you. And by the way, really excited that I uh, heard a rumor every Tuesday you're going to be joining us here on Betting Cross America. So yeah. love having you the rest of the <laughs> way, Greg. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, on kind of what Pritch was talking about, let's go to another ranked spot here. Uh, looking at the Dukies in Florida State, big ACC matchup, 9 o'clock game tonight, one of the most heavily bet games of the day. Greg, I'm seeing a lot of uh, steam coming in here on the Dukies. Uh, always a public team here in general, but maybe kind of both pros and Joe's leaning Duke. Uh, they open around laying four on the road at FSU. They've been bet up to five now. You do have some big offensive advantages here for Duke, averaging about 83 points a game versus 73 for FSU. Uh, what's your take on this game? Is it worth laying the points with Duke? Would you look at uh, maybe a Florida State plus the point spot here? Just in general, how you approach kind of these, uh, maybe the line going toward the team you expect the public to be on. Does that give you any pause or do you think Duke still maybe has some value here? I made my line on this four and a half. So here at five, I do take a look at the points with Florida State. Wouldn't want any part of the money line just because I do think that that might be a little bit dicey. But what I think is going to be really interesting in this game is that you sort of got strength on strength because with Florida State, their forte this year has been being able to generate turnovers. They get right around 10 steals per game. Meanwhile, Duke, they rank in the top 10 in all of college basketball, being able to take care of the ball. So it's whatever winds up winning out in this. Is there a lot of turnovers that are created by Florida State, or is this a case in which Duke is able to take care of the ball? I think it's going to be somewhere in between, and I do think that Duke just has a little bit more sheer talent, but I do think that Florida State has a good chance of being able to hang in there. Once again, you have to go from the state of North Carolina down to Florida State for this game. Duke hasn't played a lot of true road games themselves, so I do think that this is a spot in which you do have Florida State being able to have some things that they do very well in this game. And Florida State, you just take a look at them throughout the years. They just always seem to play Duke relatively well because Leonard Hamilton has done, has done a great job of being able to recruit a lot of guys with size that can defend multiple positions. So I take a look at this game, set my line at four and a half. So at five plus, like we're seeing right now, taking the points with Florida State. We're speaking with Greg Peterson, VEASAN host of the Greg Peterson Experience. Also, you can follow him on Twitter at GUnit underscore 81. Coast to Coast Hoops podcast, too. Highly recommend that for sure. Uh, so, Greg, sticking with this theme with the conference uh, ranked opponent uh, versus an unranked opponent within the conference, KU uh, and Oklahoma. KU's now up to minus four. Earlier, they were minus three and a half. Looking at that line, uh, the total 142. Uh, how do you see this game? Do you have an opinion on the side or a total at all? I wound up taking Kansas a little bit earlier in the day when you were seeing the three and a half. I personally wound up setting my line at four. So here at four, 
if I were to take anything, I would lay it before I would take it. But this is pretty much right where I line it myself. So I've got a little bit less strength here. I'd be looking around to try to see if this winds up getting back down to three and a half, if this winds up getting up to four and a half. So right now, this would be a case in which I'd be waiting for a little bit more information to come about. But what I think is going to be really interesting is the total because you do have a Kansas team that they haven't necessarily been as great on offense recently, but they've still been one of the better offensive teams at all of college basketball. And this is a total that it opened up at 144 and a half, and it's gone down to right around 142 to 142 and a half. As we know, Porter Mosier back when he was at Loyal Chicago tried to slow things down in Oklahoma is in the bottom 100 with regards to possessions per game, but they've actually been relatively efficient on offense. If you got a Kansas team that they rank in the top 20 with regards to with regards to points on a per possession basis, Remy Martin has been out of the fold for the team a little bit, so that has caused them to be a little bit more stagnant. But I take a look at this total, and I like the over. I felt like this total should have been more around the 145 range, so that's where I'd be looking right now. Go over 142. Greg, let's stay with this kind of ranked versus unranked theme here today. Looking at another big late game tonight, Wisconsin and Northwestern. Seeing some movement here toward Wisconsin. You know, they open around a two-point favorite on the road. They've been bet up to around two and a half. I see a couple of shops maybe inching toward three here a little bit. Uh, you look at Wisconsin. They've won six straight. Uh, and also, Greg, I wanted to get your take not on the game uh, just in general, but do you look at, like, conference play, basically? Like, uh, for example, Wisconsin's 5-1 and one in conference. Northwestern is 2-4. and four. Those battle-tested rivalry games, does that give you more confidence in a team that's done well in conference play like for example Wisconsin would that five and one in conference make you more likely or more confident to get down on Wisconsin here I don't necessarily look at the conference record from this year but what I do take a look at in this game is that we saw last year with Northwestern as well when the turn of the calendar wound up hitting Northwestern just completely melted down because you may remember last season they were actually in the top 25 going into the calendar year of 2021 and then from there they were one of the worst teams in the Big Ten and we sort of seen something similar this year now to Northwestern's credit in the last game they were able to get a win against Michigan State and this is a game that I myself wound up putting at two and a half this game was two a little bit earlier I wound up playing it two personally at two and a half, I would still lay it before I'd be willing to take it with Northwestern. So I'd still be looking at Wisconsin at a two and a half, but obviously it gets a little bit tighter. You wind up getting those late game following situations and you want to be able to give yourself as much of a cushion as humanly possible. But I do take a little bit of a look at just wound up what wound up happening in the past track record, what have you. And when it comes to this Northwestern team under the current regime, they are a team that they have not played well in Big Ten play, and that does play a little bit of a factor with regards to my handicap in this game. You know, Greg, a lot of people might have their focus on football, certainly as that's winding down and maybe catching up to college hoops. We're about to, we're in conference play. We're talking about that right now. Certainly, uh, we know it's around the corner uh, in the month of March. Uh, from a power ranking standpoint, like for instance, last time we spoke, uh, you were on the show, uh, Baylor was number one. They lost twice in the same week, and now that's changed. So, from a power ranking standpoint for people out there trying to catch up with college hoops. Uh, how do you start with number one through number five? Number one through number eight actually <laughs> okay. is within 1.8 points of each other. There is no number one team this year. I take a look at teams like Gonzaga, Purdue, Arizona, UCLA. 
I, I still think that we could throw Baylor in there, Kentucky, a team that's outside the top 10 with regards to the AP poll. All these teams are very closely knit within each other. So I do think that you've got yourself a case in which there is no clear number one. This is not like last year where it was Gonzaga number one, Baylor number two, everyone else was fighting for number three. There is no Zion Williamson led Duke team this season. I do think that a lot of this is going to be matchup oriented. I think that's for all the better because when you wind up having a lot of teams that can compete for an NCAA tournament spot to be able to make a final four, I do think that that's very beneficial. I think that it's going to make things very interesting moving forward. Greg, last question for you, and of course, always a pleasure to talk uh, through these games with you, but we did get some more data on the Wooden Award, best player in college basketball, and really a guy that I don't think a lot of people had in their radar, Johnny Davis. Greg, as you know, Wisconsin guard here, uh, averaging 22 points a game, seven assists, you know, three rebounds. I mean, he's been very, very good this year. Right now, he's plus 500 at BetMGM, getting 5% of bets, almost 10% of money. Other guys, Drew Timmy, uh, you also look at uh, Shibwe and Banchero, they're kind of in that plus 1,000 range. What's your take on Johnny Davis? Davis, is that worth a flyer for the Wooden Award? At five to one, I think that the value is really gone from this because if you took a look at this at Christmas, he was right around 25 to one. He's really been able to emerge. So Johnny Davis, he would get my vote right now, but I think the value is starting to get just depleted from it. Greg, always outstanding. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Again, thanks a lot for your time today. That was awesome. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. Absolutely. Greg Peterson. Follow him on Twitter at GUnit underscore 81. Great information as always right there. When we continue the program, we're going to get to those odds with head coaches in their landing spots. Coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Winter Green, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes with two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, we got these uh, next head coach odds, the markets for these coaches all over the place, right? I think it's Armageddon right now uh, because we had to add the Raiders to the mix because they're going to have a new GM. Mike Mayock was relieved of his duties uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders, even though they made the playoffs. We know the situation. They had an interim head coach, so I don't know if they could promote from within or look outside the building. Obviously, they're going to look before they do anything. So let's focus in on the Chicago Bears because I think this gets interesting. Uh, when you look at Brian Flores at plus 160, Frazier, he's plus 500, currently the defense coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Dable, he's plus 600, currently the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, then Harbaugh, Jim, plus 700. That makes a lot of sense, but you never know. No GM there right now. Peterson, I don't think they'll go there because they just had Nagy, uh, plus 800, and then Leftwich 10 to 1, and then Bowles 10 to 1 as well. 
Yeah, so I think first off, uh, let's get a prop bet on will the Buffalo Bills lose both of their assistant coaches <laughs> right. here, Rich. I think that's uh, that's probably a favorite number that they will both leave. But I look at it one of two ways and definitely love your take here too, Pritch. But um, I think Flores, obviously, plus 160 is the favorite. Uh, but if you look at his his numbers here from BetMGM, he's getting 21% of tickets, the most of any coach uh, to take over here in Chicago. But he's only getting 17% of the money. Tells me maybe it's more of these kind of public bettors coming in on Flores, mm-hmm. kind of make the connection of kind of a hard-nosed guy, city like Chicago. Chicago prides himself on defense monsters of the midway. You can kind of get back to your, uh, your old historical, um, you know, kind of environment that makes total sense. But I kind of like Frazier here. Frazier is kind of a name that no one's talking about getting a lot of run here on these bills assistance and really turned into uh, a really good defense there in Buffalo. But really in, in terms of bets versus dollars at bet MGM, Frazier's only getting 8% of bets, but 33% of the money. That tells me that whoever uh, you know has inside info or maybe someone knows something, they're kind of putting some big money down there on Frazier. And I think with Flores, even though he's the favorite, Pritch, he's the favorite at a lot of different uh, a lot of different teams here. Uh, you have the connection in uh, with the Texans there with Nick Casario. Mm-hmm. I just think Flores, he probably he is the favorite to, to take over for the Bears. But I think this isn't his only team because he's the favorite at multiple spots. I just think you're playing a numbers game where it's up to him where he wants to go. Uh, so I would lean Frazier here. But what's your take, Pritch? Uh, who would you lean between those top two? Well, it's interesting because you got the two favorites as defensive-minded guys. And yet, Adebo, who's an offensive coordinator... Um, makes sense, too, at plus 600 because you got Justin Fields. I mean, so goes the quarterback, goes the football team. Look at Joe Burrow and what he was able to do with the Bengals in just two years, right? Justin Herbert, um, Josh Allen, uh, for instance, up there in Buffalo. So, I don't know. When you have a quarterback that should be your franchise quarterback, you would think you would empower that situation. Uh, And I don't know the best way to do that would team him up with somebody who was just coaching Josh Allen and made him – become a quarterback that he's become so far in the league. So uh, it makes sense for Dable, but then again, plus 600, uh, you're wondering why the other two guys, the other two names are in front of Dable right now. Yeah, that's really what I'm thinking about, Pritch. And I think, you know, depending on Dayball or, you know, we know Harbaugh, will he go back to the NFL? Right, you know, that Peterson, makes sense. Yeah, you do have some of these, you know, guys who could make a little sense. I just think really depending on what coach is going to take over, it really has a big influence on your perception of Justin Fields. Like right. if you think Fields is, you know, a ton of potential, a ton of talent. He's young. You can you kind of ball a clay that you can mold into a great quarterback. And yeah. I think you look at this as a very appetizing job. I think if you're down on fields and you're worried about, you know, translating the college game to the NFL and you didn't like what you see, maybe that deters some of these offensive guys off them. But I just think with Chicago, like the Ditka monsters of the midway, I Mm -hmm. think their gut reaction is let's go defense. And that's why you're seeing Flores uh, and Frazier being the top two choices. Probably a bad taste in their mouths out there in Chicago too, because they just had Nagy. Uh, and so <laughs> you don't want to do the same thing with Dable, maybe. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's a different situation altogether, certainly uh, when you have Justin Fields now as a quarterback out there in Minnesota. Uh, getting to the Vikings and their head coaching search and GM search, uh, you can add a name to the mix here. Vikings request an interview with Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, fresh off of that win last night. So I don't know if that's going to shift these odds or not. We got enemy up there, plus 300, used to work out there with Minnesota. Here's Dable, plus 400. Flores plus 800. Um, I'm looking on the board here. Peterson plus 900 and Kellen Moore uh, as well at plus 900. I I wouldn't go that far down the board and looking at Kellen Moore uh, for that situation out there in Minnesota. 
Yeah, especially after uh, you know you run a play where you didn't have enough time to get the uh, the clock there, Pritch. I don't know how impressive that's going to be for uh, in your interview. The first question will be more like, why did you run it up the middle and not have any time? So that's going to be a tough question to answer, but still probably a bright future there. This is interesting because we just talked about the Bears leaning defensive guys. Pritch, now you're looking at the Vikings leaning offensive-minded guys. <laughs> I remember Peterson winning the Super Bowl. He jumps out to me on this list. I, only, I know he's only plus 900 here, but a really interesting bet split at BetMGM. 47% of bets, by far the most of any coach to take over the Vikings, 75% of the money. You don't have any other coach here on this list that's getting over 10% of the money. So maybe Peterson, and again, kind of how these coaches and and, and um, kind of their owners think about these things in general managers, you know, we had a defensive guy like Zimmer. You had a couple good seasons there, ended up kind of flaming out. Do you go offense here? Do you kind of load up with your veteran cousins and try to get an offensive-minded guy? I'd look toward Peterson in that regard. We saw what he did, obviously, the Super Bowl year when Nick Foles took over, and that's a pretty good bet split. But, uh, Pritch, any of these guys jumping out to you, where do you think the Vikings want to go next? Well, I mean, the enemy, uh, the first-time head coach situation up there uh, would be unique. Uh, and, you know, I don't know about that Will family either up there in terms of the ownership standpoint because you are bringing in a GM. That GM is going to have to uh, – want his guy and on this list uh you know from a, a selection of gms I, I wonder who truly is their guy depending on who the vikings bring in there now the enemy is intriguing for sure because of his ties with minnesota he leaves there on the list right there at plus 300 but i, I don't know who the gm's going to be at this point i don't have a sense on the gm situation if i did uh i would bet with the enemy to be honest with you but i, I just don't have that sense right now for the gm situation yeah, and I think that's a great point you bring up, Pritch, because we were going through kind of these opening odds for next coach, mm -hmm. uh, for next team. And we were kind of saying to ourselves, hey, like who has the teams or which teams have kind of their GM in place, maybe have a solid foundation here. You can kind of read the tea leaves of where these guys like to go versus the teams that also need a general manager. So I think the prop bets that maybe you, you kind of lean on right now, if you have an angle or inside information or you're looking at, you know, bet first dollars like I like to look at, I think you're leaning on uh, spots where the GM is already known and you kind of can uh, look at their past and where do they, you know, Know, bread their butter as a defensive minded guy Do they want to go young offense that sort of thing I think these teams where you're still waiting on the GM to me those are the prop bets that I would wait on until you get more clarity on and I'm with you Pritch I think the deserves a shot mm -hmm. I think he deserves a shot years ago my only worry about him is even though he's the favorite he's getting 17% of tickets but only 8% of the money so that maybe feels like maybe more casual bets on the but I think he deserves a job I mean yeah. you do all this uh, great stuff with Mahomes, and you have a lot of experience. I think uh, if it's not the Vikings, it's going to be soon for Biennemi. Right. I mean, eight jobs right now available, open, vacancy. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, this is going to be very, very interesting. I think it's Armageddon right now. We'll see how it all shakes out with some of these names on the board here for some teams. We'll, we'll continue to update the odds, too, for next head coaching situation. Let's get to some reaction from you, Josh. Because the Rams and the Tampa Bay uh, line, the opening line was interesting. Now it's Tampa Bay three. Uh, factoring in the Rams last night, the shorter week, travel, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, are you surprised at the development of this line so far? I am a little surprised, Pritch, because, you know, what we're getting at right now, BetMGM sent us the stats. Uh, right now, the Bucks are a, a big public play. They're getting about 65% of bets. But this line opened pretty much Tampa laying three, and it stayed where it's at. And the juice is really on the Rams side. So it looks yeah. like, you know, reading the tea leaves early, that kind of Rams plus three is maybe where the wise guys are leaning. Now, again, uh, based on the juice price, it looks like it's trending, you know, closer down to two and a half. I don't know if it will. I think books are also playing this game where, uh, hey, you know, we got a lot of money coming in or early money coming 
coming in on the Rams plus three minus 120. But do we really want to drop it to two and a half and open ourselves up to a flood of Tampa Bay, you know, minus two and a half off the key number uh, type situation there? I would put some stock in the fact that, again, Tampa Bay has a rest advantage. Uh, we've seen, obviously, favorites and home teams do great so far this postseason. Pritch, I think the next move is going to be really interesting. Does this get down to two and a half? Uh, I think if it does, or even at three, but you know, you think two and a half up to eight and a half, is there going to be a teaser play on the Rams? I'm leaning Brady and the Bucks on the money line. I know it's kind of a chalky play, but uh, how often are we going to bet against Brady and then be surprised when he wins? <laughs> this is his time of year. You got a rest advantage. You have a revenge angle. Remember, Brady and the Bucks got rolled there by uh, the Rams early in the season. I like Tampa Bay on the money line, only minus 150 for Brady to advance. That would be my early lean. But in terms of the spread, there is some bites at the apple here on Rams plus three, it looks like. Yeah, I don't want to go off a recency bias at all, but I mean, the physical nature of the Rams, that was something that I think a lot of betters were looking forward to seeing. Uh, and we did see that. We know the Bucks are going to bring it, but uh, more times than not, uh, you have to be physical in the, these games, these playoff games, certainly if you're trying to get to those championship situations. So uh, we'll see how this line develops. The opening number right there, minus three. Great job, Josh. Coming up next, though, we got a scouting report on the Tennessee Titans. We'll break that down next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. more than the final score with one game parlay at BetMGM. One game parlay is an exciting feature designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types, including team and player props. Log into your BetMGM account and create your best parlay before the game starts. If you are new to BetMGM, then sign up today and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 with bonus code VSEN1000. You can place one-game parlay bets on football, basketball, and more, plus earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem for room rates, room nights, and dining at any MGM resort nationwide. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you feel that you have a gambling problem. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, our scouting reports, I'm telling you, they're a hit. I should have emailed mine to Kingsbury, to be honest with you. You could have used that. Uh, so, we got the Tennessee Titans. 
Uh, their strengths are they're a physically imposing football team. I mean, look at the receivers and running backs alone, but yet their offensive line, defensive line, uh, they like that style and brand of football. Vrabel uh, certainly has created that culture out there and it's been paying off dividends. I mean, it's been uh, helping them, certainly helped them this year to get to that number one seed uh, as well. They're a top five team in rushing offense and defense. So that tells you about their personality. Now their weakness is passing efficiency. Uh, when you look at their pass-run ratio, it's not what the league average usually is, 60-40, when you're thinking about what the league wants to be from a passing-run ratio standpoint. They're 52-48, largely because of who's that quarterback. He's a dual-threat type of quarterback on Tannehill. Uh, but they want to run the football, too. So you look at the offensive line, they gave up 47 sacks, which I think is unique because you have – two offensive lines that have allowed the most sacks this year in this matchup. The Bengals on one side uh, leading to 51 sacks, and you got 47 sacks here for Tennessee Titans in an offensive line. Now, the X factor for me is going to be the production of Derrick Henry uh, in the playoffs. You think about him last year in the playoffs, 18 attempts for 40 yards against the Ravens. Uh, now, the Ravens, they kind of like to match the physically imposing element that the Tennessee Titans present. So, when you look at this scouting report, Josh, uh, your thoughts on this game, this matchup against Bengals and the Titans. So I think first thing, if you, if you like the Titans here, uh, obviously the fact that they're both top five in rushing offense and rushing defense, that really bodes well. If you look at a lot of these Super Bowl winners over the past decade or even go back further than that, a lot of the winners are in top five in both of those categories. You also love, obviously, uh, Vrabel as a coach, kind of an innovative guy, a hard-nosed guy who gets his team to play very, very hard and very tough. You also have a rest advantage here, although we did see, I uh, mentioned this earlier, but these teams coming off a of buy in the divisional round, they win at a high rate, but they don't cover at a high rate. Again, they're less than, uh, I think, like 40 percent or whatever you mentioned earlier, not covering at a very high number. Now, with all that being said, early move did go to Tennessee. Tennessee mm -hmm. opened minus three. They got bet up to minus three and a half. At BetMGM, you're getting 62% of bets and 71% of money on Tennessee. And that kind of surprised me, Pritch. I thought Burrow and the Bengals coming off that really impressive win, a young team with a lot of you know uh, identifiable stars that you want to root for. I thought maybe they would be a trendy dog, uh, but it's actually going the other way. Public is leaning quite a bit on Tennessee, maybe because of the buy, maybe the, the news of Derrick Henry coming back. We'll see how effective he has to be. But either way, I'm okay with kind of this Tennessee love because I'm waiting to get the best number I can with the Bengals, Pritch. I'd be looking to buy low on the Cincinnati Bengals here. Uh, they Again, now they're getting three and a half. What's interesting is one shop even inch like it may get to four. I don't know if we get to four, but it's been all toward uh, Tennessee here. So at minus three, it looked like the Titans took in some money at three and a half. I like grabbing the hook here with Cincinnati. One thing I always look at, Pritch, if I want to bet on a dog, I want a dog that can score points. You know, both these teams are kind of similar defensively, getting up about 20 points a game, but it's that Bengals offense that's more explosive, averaging 27 a game versus only 24 for Tennessee. So I would look at Cincinnati with the hook now. That's where I'm leaning. And also in terms of the total, Pritch, you're seeing a lot of money uh, hit this over. 90% of bets are on the over at this point, but it's kind of 46 to 47. It ticked up a little bit. Um, I'd look toward the Bengals and the points here. How do you break down this matchup, Pritch? Well, it gets very, very interesting here because, I mean, I think both head coaches have done a great job uh, with their teams, respected teams. Zach Taylor off the charts with what the Bengals have accomplished in a short amount of time, just two years. And they've structured their roster correctly. I mean, you get the quarterback, okay, you go out and get a, a playmaker like Chase added to Higgins and Mixon. Uh, I mean, they got something going out there. Now, the injury concerns on the D-line, is it could influence the, the line here, Josh. I think because of Derrick Henry, his presence on the field, and all of a sudden you're down defensive linemen for the Bengals, how are you going to stop the run? 
How are you going to help control the game? How are you going to get to that passing game uh, that you have with the Bengals? But then here is what in lies with that secret sauce here for the Bengals. They kind of want to play that type of game. They, they want to open it up. You know, they got away from Mixon and rushing the ball with Mixon and turned to Joe Burrow and throwing the ball that way. So that's more their personality and their identity. So that's interesting. Uh, even if you see that line movement, if it gets too high, uh, I would consider looking at the Bengals as a dog in this one. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Pritch. You look at Burrow as well. Uh, I know Kyler Murray had a good dog uh, number there last mm-hmm. night, didn't even show up. Right. But uh, Burrow has a dog, 10-7 and seven ATS in his career. The Bengals did go, I believe, 6-2 and two ATS on the road this year. And I'm right there with you, Pritch. You know, again, there are situations in going into this weekend, uh, like as a dog better, you know, I, I'm waiting for these dogs to bark. They haven't yet. But the more these favorites continue to come through, I think this is the weekend where maybe you're really going to get some value to bet against these chalk favorites because uh, all week you're going to hear on, you know, betting new networks and, uh, and and sports betting shows, you know, how the favorites are killing it. So just lay all the favorites here. If you're getting inflated numbers on contrarian sides, maybe a shaded number to begin with, and you can get the hook there on the Bengals. I'd be looking to look at some of these dogs this week and the Bengals as a dog that can score uh, to me as value now, now that you can get the three and a half. Yeah, Burrow last year, last year against those Tennessee Titans, uh, 26 of 37, 249 yards, two touchdowns, Josh. Uh, and they beat the Tennessee Titans. Now, that was at home. It was not in the playoffs either. But you have a more seasoned Burrow. You have a more confident Burrow with better weapons this year. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, and it gets very, very interesting to me, depending on where this number closes at or gets to uh, during the week there, Josh. So uh, that scouting report, very interesting. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, definitely the X factor right there. Moving on to the Market Insights podcast. Each and every day you can catch Josh Applebaum. Uh, gives you great information on some games he's looking at across the spectrum of sports. So we got college hoops and hockey. What do you have, Josh? Yeah, it's a big college basketball, big hockey night, Pritch. My first play, let's go to the NHL. Uh, I'm sweating my Boston Bruins tonight. Not because I love the Bees. They match a lot of systems, though. Mm-hmm. I like this spot. By the way, they're retiring Willie O'Ree's number tonight, number 22, who broke the color barrier and was the first African-American player in the NHL. So that's it should be a really good ceremony pregame. But I like the Bruins in this spot, Pritch. They're playing great. They're 8-1 and one since the COVID break. Tuka Rask came back, which kind of is an added maybe motivational angle here. But the Bruins, uh, 18 and 7 at home, or sorry, uh, 10, 5 and 1 at home, 18 and 7 as a favorite. They opened as around a minus 120 favorite at home. They've been steamed up to around minus 135. If you look at these home favorites this year, very simple 66% overall. 5% return on investment, home favorites off a win, which would qualify with the Bruins, 67%, almost a 7% ROI. So I'd be looking toward Boston in this spot, Pritch. Okay. Uh, another game that caught my eye with a big line move. Again, when you're betting hockey, it's always bet to risk, not bet to win for right. me. So it's kind of a big number. But I like Ottawa here playing against the Buffalo Sabres. Ottawa uh, is at home. They're rested. They haven't played since the 15th. Buffalo's on the second leg of a back-to-back. They have, I believe, their fourth-string goalie now in net, Hauser. Uh, and you've seen a big steam move here uh, to Ottawa. They opened laying around minus 175. They've been bet up all the way uh, to around minus 210. And one of my favorite systems, Pritch, home favorite off a win versus an opponent off a loss. Mm-hmm. 87 and 30 this year, 74%, 14% ROI. You also get these home favorites minus 200 or more off a win. They're 60 and 13, 82%. So a couple of favorites there that I'm looking at. Uh, in the NHL and then college basketball, a great slate. We talked to Greg hoops earlier right. uh, with all these ranked uh, versus unranked matchups, but I'll throw a smaller game at you, Pritch Iona. I'm sweating Rick Patino tonight. I saw a really good move toward Iona. Uh, they're on the road at Monmouth. 
Iona actually opened at around a pick them. They've been seamed up to minus three. So a lot of movement coming in on a smaller game. And those small game moves are meaningful because it's not like a, you know, a Kansas or a Kentucky or a Duke where we know everyone's going to bet these games. With all these great games, no one's waking up saying, I got to bet Iona Monmouth. <laughs> but yet, sharps who hit it are really causing this number to go to Iona. So I'm really banking on Iona's offense. Um, they're 77 points a game versus 70 for Monmouth. Uh, the coaching of Patino and really their field goal shooting, uh, 45% versus 43%. So I'll sweat Iona. And again, Pritch on the money line, minus 140 ish. I don't want a uh, backdoor three or sure. crazy, you know, fouls and free throws there to, to kill me. So I'll go Iona on the money line, minus 140. Great job right there, Josh. I mean, we want to catch tickets, that's for sure. Uh, we'll find any play on the board that uh, gives us an angle to do, do that. I mean, Greg Hoops Peterson was on the program. Again, Coast to Coast Hoops podcast. You can catch that uh, as every day, certainly. And then GUnit uh, underscore 81 Market Insights podcast with you as well uh, here. Great information today, Josh. Now, I got one more question for you about the Bruins, though. Is Marshan, how's his nose? Is it broke? Uh, did he fix oh. it? What's going on with them? <laughs> It keeps breaking, Pritch, but again, he gets more powerful. That's what I'm saying. Broken. Yeah, yeah the... so uh, no space killer. Keep an eye out tonight. <laughs> no space killer. I love that. Uh, that'll do it for us today. Uh, great job again, Josh Applebaum. More breakdown as we get closer and closer to divisional round of the National Football League. But the edge coming up next right here on Vcent, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.